Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 86. Hello, and welcome back to Behold for episode 86. I'm Christy Horsch. I just have to tell you that I really love making this podcast. It's so much fun for me. But I have to say that I'm especially excited for this episode because we are going to talk about comparison. And for a while now, I felt like the Holy Spirit was calling me to talk about this. And he has opened up so much to me in this. And so I'm just really excited to share it with you. But let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and fill our hearts so completely that there is no room for comparison. Help us to be women who love. Love with abandon. Women who love ourselves, love others, especially love you. Help us to celebrate and rejoice in each other's victories and to mourn and weep in our struggles. Help us to encourage, help us to connect, help us to put down the soundtrack that the world has given us that tells us that we need to compare. That comparison that tells us that our worth lies in our winning. Because we know that our worth lies in you. We ask that our lives be a reflection of that. That all that we do brings you glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right. So you've probably heard before that comparison steals our joy and that is absolutely correct. But today we're going to go just a little bit further into it. Comparison is a big part of our culture. So much so that we don't always even recognize that we're comparing. Comparison can come as we expect like as a measurement between two people, the way that we would expect it to, but it can also take other forms, forms like competition or even judgment. And so because comparison is a cultural norm, it often happens in our brain without us even realizing it. It just kind of becomes that normal setting of our subconscious to always be comparing. We don't even recognize that we're having these comparative thoughts. We see another mom and she looks so pretty. And we feel really sad. We see this Pinterest perfect house. And we feel longing. We hear a mother speaking tenderly to her misbehaving toddler in the grocery store. And we suddenly feel anger. But why? Because remember, as we talked about before, our thoughts 
create our feelings. And we're having these split second thoughts that are coming through our subconscious that are creating these feelings. In the case of this pretty mom, we might be thinking, she's beautiful. I'll never be that pretty. Then we feel sad. In the case of that nice house, maybe we're thinking, I wish that my house looked like that. But I could never have it that clean with all of these kids. When we see the mother in the grocery store being so patient with her toddler, we might think, I can never hold it together when my kids like act like that. I'm such a bad mom. And the anger at ourselves rises. Our brain takes it in, what's going around, on around us, and then it compares. And that comparison leaves us feeling wanting. And this is where self-loathing and negative self-talk and even not daring to dream, it's where these things are born. We think thoughts like, others do so much better than me, or I'm worthless. I can't follow that dream until I get everything perfect. Spoiler alert, if you're in comparison mode, it will never be perfect. You will never think it's good enough. We spin in this negative self-talk and we don't move forward. We get stuck in a comparison trap. And once we're stuck in the trap, it's really easy for us to pull others in with us, especially our kids. And our children are already doing this. They're not only sorting and comparing colors and shapes, they're comparing themselves to others and they're letting it determine their value in the world just like we are. And this is not how we're meant to build relationships. This is not how we were made to show up in the world. Our worth does not lie in how we measure up with others. It lies in the fact that we are a beloved, we're beloved daughters of God. He made us unique and irreplaceable in his eyes. He didn't make us cookie cutter people to be exactly the same. So when we compare ourselves to others and then try to adjust to be more like someone else out of fear or self-loathing, then we're losing a piece of what God gave us. So instead, we can learn to see ourselves the way that God sees us. It isn't fair to us when we compare and compete. But it also isn't fair to the other women we compare ourselves with. God didn't create her to be our adversary. He didn't make her so that we would beat ourselves up. We can learn to see her the way that God sees her too. And if she's further in this journey than we are, we can come alongside of her and learn from her wisdom. We can see her as a person with hopes and dreams and insecurities just like us. We can appreciate the unique woman she is. We can perceive her not as a threat, but as a companion on the journey. God loves you. Yes, you. Just because she is pretty or smart or has her house together or parents in a beautiful way, it doesn't mean that God loves her more. God's love is so much bigger than that. There's no need to compare and there's no need to compete. We need to ask ourselves, who do we want to be? Do we want to walk into a room and feel inadequate, inferior, insecure? 
because the people around us might be better by some arbitrary standard we've created in our minds? Or do we want to walk in and feel superior because we have conquered those around us and see them as wanting or less than? Or do we want to walk into that room confidently, knowing who we are, full of love for who others are too? Do we want to come alongside and collaborate and connect deeply with those around us because we see them as unique and worthy, just like we are? You get to choose how you show up. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings create your actions. Your actions get you your results. You do not have to stay in this place of comparison. This isn't easy. The grooves of comparing, competing, and judging, they're so deep. But the good news is that awareness is the first step. We just need to start becoming aware that we are in this competition mode, this comparison mode. We can recognize it, and then we can choose differently when we're ready. And what does that look like? It looks like complimenting her genuinely without expectation. It looks like collaborating with her in a way that honors her, not using her. Connecting with her not on a surface level, but on a level that's deep and true. But to do any of these things, we need to recognize our own worth. If you can't see your value, you will not be able to see her value. If you're critical of others, more than likely, you're most critical of yourself. And this is where the work begins, in our own hearts in our own thoughts, in knowing who we are and whose we are. In Beckend, my monthly life coaching membership, the first course that you do when you join the membership is one on getting to know yourself more deeply as a daughter of Christ. This work isn't easy, but it's powerful, and it can change the way that you see and treat yourself and others. In today's world, we are bombarded with opportunities to compare. We go on social media and we see a nice house. And then in the next post, we see this nicely dressed mom. And then on the next post, we see kids on adventures. Then the next post, we see a happy marriage. Each post is from a different person, but for efficiency's sake, our brain categorizes them all as one perfect mom. And we try to compare ourselves to her and we feel bitter and jealous and hopeless. We don't embrace each woman from each post and celebrate with her in her joy. We instead belittle ourselves and her at the same time. Comparison and competition are stealing our joy and our ability to connect with other people. If you want joy and connection, it may be time to put comparison away. We can replace comparison with celebration. Of course, we need to be patient with ourselves as we begin this work. We've been taught to compare and compete. We're surrounded by it, and it is contagious. We'll take time and energy. If you find yourself impatient with your progress, you're going to fall back into the comparison mindset. We need to learn that our result is not tied to our worth. Our worth doesn't change. We do have a beautiful opportunity to change and grow to connect and celebrate ourselves and those around us. As I mentioned before, awareness is where changing comparison begins. If you notice the following in your own life, 
you may have more of a comparison mindset. If you think something nice about someone else, but then you follow it with a sneaky thought, I love her hair, but I'll never have great hair like that, for example. If you feel inferior or superior to those around you, if you have a lot of negative self-talk, if you're critical or judgy of yourself or those around you, if you worry a lot, or maybe just a little, about what others think of you, yes, this falls under comparison too because you're afraid of them comparing and competing with you and that they'll find you lacking. This is also where perfectionism comes in. We feel like we have to be perfect because our work and our actions are always competing for a critical audience. We know they're judging us and if we aren't perfect, they won't like us because we think our worth lies in our perfection or in what they think of us. No, your worth has nothing to do with that. And her worth has nothing to do with that either. Start looking for these things in your life and slowly start replacing them with love, compassion, compliments, celebration. This is how we're called to live. As St. Paul says in Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. He doesn't say, tell them good job and then beat yourself up because you aren't there yet. But how often is that what we do? It's time to change the narrative. It's time to become comfortable with who we are. It's time to start compa stop comparing and competing with women who, let's face it, we probably only know her highlight reel, not her real self and her real struggles. This is why we're so desperate for connection. We want to have people in our lives we can rejoice and weep with, but we're too busy competing to present any other side of ourselves but the perfect. And we're too busy comparing to love ourselves for who God made us to be. It's time to take on the culture of comparison and change it to a culture of connection. The good news is just as comparison is contagious, celebrating others is contagious too. We can teach our children to walk with others instead of racing against them. It's time to better ourselves, not because we want to be better than our neighbor, but because we want to be who God made us to be. We are each so unique. We are beyond comparison. And when we recognize that, we'll be one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. This, there will be no new podcast episode next week, because if you're listening to this in real time, next week is Holy Week. And so I want to give you that week to just fully focus on, on the week and on the Lord and his passion. And I hope that that week is very blessed for you. And even if your Lent has not been what you planned, I hope you'll lean into Holy Week. It is such a it is such a small percentage of the days of the year. You can go all in and setting these days apart for the Lord. And I really hope that you will. If you enjoyed this episode today, I hope that you will share your podcast, this podcast with a friend and rate and review. I especially hope that you will come and work with me, that you'll learn these tools to help you live your life worthy of the call you've received. Check out my website, 
in the show notes there to learn more about how to work with me in several different capacities, including free worksheets, free workshops, this podcast, my monthly membership, and one-on-one coaching. And until I see you again in two weeks, I will be praying for you. God bless.